I'm Dr. Gene Hansen. For more than 25 years, I've been answering your financial questions on Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. This is Money Talks, providing honest, straightforward answers to your financial questions. This broadcast of Money Talks originally aired Saturday, April 25th, 2020. The only thing we have to fear... The economic health of this nation has been... more essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline... Greed. In the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talk. Money Talk. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, co-host today with Bill Laco and Dr. Gene Hensler. And, uh, good morning, good morning. Yeah, we rolled out the, the A-team one more time, at least, um, during this uh, very strange time. Uh, Dr. Gene tells us he's he's expecting the dogs to go crazy just about any second, so if you hear something in the background, that's what's going on. Nobody's uh, attacking him, so uh, <laughs> I think we probably ought to just go Least of all my dogs, Troy. Yeah, least of all oh, I'm dogs. sure. I, I mean, you feed them so well, there's no way that they're going to bite the, that hand, right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> be, be the worst... Uh, Worst situation ever. I can't imagine it. Um, I've been around those dogs, and uh, they are very well cared for. <laughs> um, so uh, what do we got going on this week in the market, Bill? Um, I'm glad you asked. I know. I'm, 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 you know, I'm working away. I'm trying to, you know, Bill, Bill trying keeps to determine, his nose you know, to the grindstone. Do, we, do we have, do we have, how many cases of COVID-19 do we have? Do we have one, 12, 5 million, 18 trillion yeah i mean you know now the numbers are coming out everybody's got it uh, you know what? yeah cause supposedly in new york they, they said 14 percent of the people they tested out tested so they're estimating they've got you know like three million cases in new york or something like that right and and obviously many of those folks that uh had it didn't even know so they're right. testing anybody now uh and and turning up that there were a lot of carriers where we used to think that the uh, fatality rate was about 3% if you use the new numbers they're saying 0.6%. So um I you know as as we go along uh it seems like uh some some real strange math going on but I you know we know uh so little about what we're dealing with at the moment uh not a huge surprise to me I guess. Um, looking at returns, let's talk about that. The S&P 500 is down 13.33% year-to-date. Worst sector, 42% lost in energy. But strangely enough, you know, the bottom of the market uh, at this point this year uh, was March 23rd, 2020, obviously. Uh, from that point, we're up 25.18%. Energy, the big winner up 45.9%. A huge rally in energy off the bottom, but we've saw still some got news. oil under 20 bucks a barrel, so it I tells know. you how low it's, it was. It's really strange to see some yeah. of that. You know, the the front contract made a lot of news this week, and by that I mean the May contract on oil. Um uh, there's it's hard to explain exactly what's going on, but there is an ETF out there that only uh, trades in that early contract the next month. USO. <clears throat> USO, yeah, and it had uh, it owned 26% of that particular contract, 
And uh, guess what? It never can take receipt of oil. Uh, so if you trade in, in uh, futures and you can't receive it, you've got to sell at some point. Uh, people realize that, uh, that they would take just about any price, and we saw oil go negative in price, at least on that one contract this past week. A very strange situation. But well, if you don't allow the tra- try, don't allow the traders say um, sell, or in that case have to buy, and then go, just go buy a contract further out. That's correct. So they don't have any cash out of their pocket. Exactly. And and what USO did was just that. And going forward, I believe they're trying to spread or diversify their holdings so that uh, that they're not in that position uh, quite as bad while we see the, the volatility uh, continue in that space. Uh, this week alone, the last five days, energy up 12% uh, while the market is slightly positive. Um, so, uh, you know, things that we've seen so far, uh, this is far from a normal situation. That's the reason we got Dr. Gene on, right, Doc? Yeah, well, listen, you, you know, the interesting thing about uh, this time is is that usually uh, this is offset by the consumer having more money in their pocket. Remember when gasoline was 4 bucks a gallon or something? Correct. Every time it dropped. But right now, I don't really care how, how much gasoline is? I I have I nobody's just checked, driving. I drove my my car the other day. I looked yeah. down there and I haven't put anything in it in a month. I know it's gallons per week, right? Weeks per gallon. I don't know. <laughs> <It might be. laughs> I gotta figure out which way to do that math. At this but. point, uh, one thing that we have seen that uh, that is driving uh, energy prices higher at this point is uh, China continues to come back online, and they are a big um, industrial producer, uh, manufacturer. Uh, and they are buying uh, quite a bit of oil. So uh, while Saudi Arabia and Russia have agreed to slow down their production, uh, there's still a glut. We've got uh, way more supply than we have demand, and uh, that's it's really not expected. If you look at uh, futures, I think the June and July contracts are the only two that are really uh, heavily impacted at the moment, showing that uh, lack of demand in, in uh, oil. So... Um, uh, uh, Troy, something I just just saw on um, uh, Fox Business sure. just before it came on was is that China was two months ahead of us. Otherwise, their peak was two months ago right. versus us. And, and, and today, they are back to 95% of their full economy. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I, I've now, been reading Now, some we of can't do it as too. fast because we can't say everybody open and everybody go to work. Right. But, uh, can't force them uh, out. That's a, that's a pretty good indication, however, that these economies can turn around fairly rapidly. Yeah, and and just as we've been expecting, the the world there looks much different than it did, you know, six months ago, too. Um, I think they have to go uh, through significant checks. About, uh, what I read was uh, four different temperature checks, and anybody with a, a uh, temperature above 91 degrees has to go see the doctor and answer a bunch of questions. 91? 91, yeah. No. 101. No, no, no. It's it's lower. 98.6 is normal. Now, what, what temperature are you talking about? 99.1. I'm sorry. 99.1. I lost my mind. Well, they, they gonna, set it in Celsius. We're going to have a lot of failures at 91. Yeah, they set it in, in Celsius degrees. <laughs> my temperature is a little low. It's not 91, though. It's always around 97 degrees. say. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to check that again. Yeah, if you're 91, you showed up to work dead. <laughs> <I'm> just, uh, 
Yeah. You died 12 hours ago. Exactly. <laughs> How did you get here? I think would be the first question, right? Uh, anyway, 99.1. Uh, sorry okay. about that. Um, existing home sales, as you might imagine right now, nobody wants to go and see a house. They've tried various things, and I still don't believe that it's working, but we do see uh, 8.5% lower uh, relative to, you know, the previous month. And, uh, you know, there's really just not much going on with home sales. Uh, House prices came out this week as well. Um, And uh, we had a a slight increase of 0.7% from the month earlier in, in February. So this was March numbers. Uh, jobless claims, the big news from this week, uh, hit 4.4 4, uh, million jobs, uh, initial claims for, for uh, unemployment, which drives the uh, insured unemployment rate to about 11%, which means anyone who was uh, able to, uh, able to, to uh, draw unemployment <clears throat> would have been uh, included in that, so 11%. They expect that to go to about 15%, which is significantly higher than we saw in 2007 and 8. I think the, the peak at that point was 10%. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it seems like the the market, uh, when you look at how it's acted, might be discounting a lot of this, and, and I believe so. And, Dr. Gene, I think uh, your point about China and how quickly they've come uh, back online is probably a lot of that. Uh, you see that. Um, you see that. I think the market's looking past a lot of this. Of course, we really don't know what happens next. Uh, we know that earnings are are uh, being uh, released right now, and they they haven't been uh, good by any stretch of the imagination. The S and P 500 has. Uh, um, we're, we're reporting first quarter. So, you know, we lost a couple of weeks off the first quarter, um, in a, in a normal quarter, at least, um, 20% of the S and P has reported and, uh, the, the, uh, results are showing earnings are down about 20% relative to, uh, this time last year, uh, which is about 6% below what analysts would have figured. So, uh, even, even those, uh, sell side analysts that usually try to paint a little bit rosier picture uh they didn't they didn't get it right at all this time so uh you know there's there's obviously a lot going on in the market and it's hard to know what it, comes it's next it's hard to read hard to read everything into it one of the articles that stuck with me and uh is that uh, this is an article from Oregon and a fellow who owns like uh, 12 restaurants right he can't get anybody to come back to work they pay their average line chef fifteen or seventeen bucks an hour. Right. And with their unemployment out there, which is like uh, pay seventy percent of your salary. Exactly. Plus the six hundred bucks, they all make more money. Yeah, but the provision. Yeah, so it all depended on how. Well, we got to stop here, Gene. I want I want to talk about that when we come back. Do you? Okay. Actually, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that. Information. Well, when we come back, we'll hit that up and. Uh, Stick around, you're listening to Money Talks. Money Talks, we'll be right back. It's impossible to know the future. But if things... Money! Slow down. 
It helps to be prepared. This is Money Talks. All right, we're back to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Bill Laco and Dr. Gene Hensler. Uh, if anybody has questions uh, that you would like for us to answer, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, financial, usually, with Dr. Gene on the uh, on the line. I know he always told us that he was a doctor, so uh, you know he would, he might be more willing to answer questions outside of finance. Bill and I usually stick to the finance, though. Uh, well, I'm an expert on everything. You know, a PhD. That's right. What was that again? Piled hip deep. Is that what yeah, you said? Uh, yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you would like to uh, submit your question for us to answer, you can call our question hotline one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. You'll hear our voicemail. You leave your uh, question on our recording. We play it on the air and answer right behind it. Or you can call and speak with a human being. Uh, just call seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six. Ask for the radio show or Kelly Lynn, and uh, she'll get our. Uh, get your questions to us, or you can email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Or you can go to our website, hensler.com, where we have lots and lots of information. Uh, even a uh, uh, COVID-19 or coronavirus page uh, with lots and lots of information about uh, the help that the government's put out, uh, as well as other uh, ideas on on uh, ways you might act financially during this crisis. So uh, when we, right before the break, when we were talking, we were talking about kind of the uh, situation that the government has created that uh, has employees not so willing to go back to work because they'll get a downgrade in their income. Well, <clears throat> Gene, what, where, where was that? That was in Oregon where the, the benefits are 1.25% uh, a week of their annual gross wages, and for somebody who made uh, 640 bucks at 16 bu- at 16 bucks an hour, they would get 416 dollars in Oregon, plus the 600, and they get bucks. another 600 dollars from the government, so they're making over a grand than they would if they were working full time. Interesting. So Georgia, you know, I, I'm I'm not a lawyer, and I don't pretend to play one, and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> <laughs> but from from what we have been told from our HR counsel is like if, if you furlough, there's a difference between furlough and layoff. Okay. So if you furlough the employees, they're still attached to the organization. And when you call them back from, from being on furlough, they come back or they don't get the money anymore. Uh-huh. Now, nothing like that was, was, was mentioned. Well, I'm not saying that's how it works in Oregon. I'm just telling you how it was described to me here. Uh, and again, I'll put the disclaimer out there. I'm not a lawyer, and I'm sure some lawyers are going, that's not right, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I do know that in Georgia, the one thing you can do here as an employee is you can earn up to $299, and it won't count against you. So, you know, you could still earn $299 a week. You still get your Georgia unemployment and the 600 bucks. And the 600 bucks. Yep. It's a good gig. There you go. Uh, there, there was a similar story. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't mean to interrupt you. But yeah, I'm gonna let ahead. you come back to this. I honestly, Gene, you know, we've been wrong about interest rates for I don't know what, 15 years now. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't see how you add seven trillion dollars in debt and and counting at this point, right? Yep. It doesn't become inflationary at some point. I just don't. I don't, I don't know. Because I mean, think about it. if I'm a restaurateur, right? And, and and you tell me I can open up, but I got to take out a third of my seats. Well, I'm probably going to raise my prices, right? I don't know. 
Yeah, it, yeah you would expect. It, it, it obviously has, and also there's sort of a class distinction there because fancy fancy restaurants who don't crowd you all in are hurt less than people who do high turnover, high volume places. Well, that's fair, but I mean, even in the, I don't know, I guess I'm thinking about Bones and some of those places that we love to go. You're you're still closer than six feet, aren't you? Yeah, I think you are. Yeah, I think you are. You I, I, you know, it, no, it's going to affect almost every place, I, I, I would assume, but it's very difficult for a, a restaurant, I think, to, if you've got six feet between people, what's that, uh, you need 36 square feet per person or something like yeah, that? I mean, it's, it's a lot of space. It's a lot of space, and so if i got a, a, a thousand <laughs> I can put six people in it. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, well, and maybe it won't be quite like that. But well, you can put a family all together at a table. Yeah, if you cohabitate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. Be, and I think there'll be a massive amount of cheating going on. It'll be the extended family, my cousin Joe. You know, <laughs> and my other cousin, cousin what, yeah. or whatever his name. Who, who really lives in a van down by the river, not at your house? That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Bill, you're telling me that you don't want to buy a treasury right now, a 10-year treasury at 0.61%. It's not attractive. That's not good for you? You know what is uh, pretty interesting? You know, I've got a rate sheet in front of me. Um, AAA munis right now at 2.4% on a 10-year. That's not so bad. But, uh, you know, when you sit and think about that even, uh, inflation in March, according to CPI, was 1.5%. You're still... Barely positive, but you know, Doctor Gene, that's been the way it's that our our yield curve has worked for quite a while. Uh, uh, Troy, you, I, I hate to catch you off guard, but do you have the uh, rate on the ones that they're uh, uh, inflation adjusted? Uh, no, I don't have that in front of me. Uh, you're, well, no, I got Treasury zeros if that's what you're wanting to see. No, uh, I, there, isn't there a, a Treasury out there that, that guarantees you? Percent above the inflation rate? Yeah, they do have those, but I don't have that in front of me. Because um, that might be a negative interest rate. Uh, it very well could be. It's supposed to adjust, and I think it does it on a monthly basis. So uh, even if it is at the moment, it uh, um, you know you still should have uh, a rate that's that it's going to be slightly positive, but not very much. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Ten-year yeah, treasuries at point six is hard to justify. You know, for anybody who's at least a bit risk tolerant, and for people who have plenty of liquidity, I don't have all their needs for ten years and just are piling up cash. I, I still have to tell you, you know, something like our equity income portfolio. I mean, that's right. That's where I'd be putting my money. That's where I am putting my money. So yeah. it's not like I'm talking out turn here. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Gene's talking about a, a portfolio of stocks that actually pay a dividend. Um, obviously, they fluctuate in price as the uh, stock market goes up and down. Um, our particular uh, choice in that has, um, you know, we try to get a, a well-diversified portfolio where we uh, – have exposure to every sector. I think at the moment we we don't hold anything in in, uh, uh, in IT, but uh, information technology is just hard to find a company that pays a reasonable dividend. But that portfolio at the moment has got a yield that's still right around four percent, and that's while it's holding 
some oil stocks, some energy companies uh, that are paying dividends over nine percent. Now, you know, those are questionable. That's the reason they're so high. That's exactly. That, sometimes that's a sign to worry, isn't it, Troy? It is. And and to be honest with you, I do worry about those. Uh, it's something that me and my research team have been watching very closely over the last month or two. As uh, oil prices are low, it means that their profitability is going to be squeezed, and and we watch very closely for. Uh, whether or not their earnings are significant enough to pay that dividend out at at some point in the future. So uh, we watch them closely, but like I say, a 4% uh, yield on an equity portfolio. Um, and, and, oh, by the way, if uh, interest rates stay low, which I would have to think that our government will want so that they can continue to service the debt that they've just amassed, um, you know, they, they don't uh, drive the market in any means, but... Uh, they do set the uh, the cornerstone to many of the market's uh, indications. But, um, you know, all things considered, uh, while fixed income rates continue lower, I would imagine that uh, even if they fell further, you're going to have the benefits of a price increase on those equities and, and uh, continue to... Yeah, you know, over any period of time, it, ju- it, it, just, right. it just makes a lot of sense. But again, again this is this is money that you don't need for 10 years. I make yeah. that clear. I'm not suggesting that money you need for in your 10th year should be in stocks. I still think in spite of the horrible returns, yeah. you, need to, you need to protect yourself. And psychologically, it's helpful. Right. Yeah, you, you avoid the volatility of equity markets, especially at times like this. But we try to keep our clients um, always in that uh, situation where, uh, if volatility arises, and let's face it, February 1st, did anybody see this coming? I'd say no. Nope. Uh, but and I don't uh, think anybody saw the recovery in the stock market prices either. Exactly, yeah. And, and you know, we can talk about that a little later as well. But uh, at the moment, we probably need to take a real quick break. And when we come back, maybe we'll kick that notion around as far as valuation in the market. In fact, we've had a yeah. question, I think, this week about some of that. Well, let's take a real quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little more finance. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. They paid paradise and put up a fucking line. With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. When things go wrong, you're scared. Knowledge is power. There's a lot about this virus that we don't know. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Bill Laco. That is almost dollar Bill Laco again. Almost. Almost. We're almost. real close. <laughs> Got to be like. I'm not going to lie. I'd like to be a $5 bill. $5 bill. Like a hundred. A hundo. <laughs> you know what I mean? A hey, C-note dollar who bill. Don't, who don't want to be that guy? <laughs> Just call me Benji. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And the voice in the background is Dr. Gene Hensler, our uh, founder and the founder of this radio show. And uh, he's been on the show uh, the last few weeks, um, but he dates back to the 80s on some radio. Uh, oh, yeah. In fact, he's a... Uh, a uh, member of the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame uh, as of last year. And uh, it's always good to hear from you, Dr. Gene. I, I don't tell this well, often. As, I as, as I warned you previously, be prepared for an outburst of terrible children. Okay. 
<laughs> Dr. Gene's expecting the uh, the big brown truck to pull up. Oh, and, he uh, just pulled up. Oh, here we go. Uh, well, the, the dog's hearing isn't as sharp as it used to be, but it, 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 yeah. it'll happen here. There you go. All right. Well, we'll we'll brace for it. Uh, before the break, we were talking about valuation in the market, and like I say, uh, you know, in the first segment, we talked about the 25 plus percent rebound from the bottom. Uh, the bottom occurred. Uh, March 23rd of this year, and, and we came roaring back. In fact, energy was the top. Um, and, you know, I, Bill and I talked to our clients back in January, and quite often, um, you know, when we get that opportunity to talk to everybody at one time, we'll uh, throw out the notion that, uh, you know, whatever we see in the market, in January, the market looked very expensive. The price-to-earnings ratio, which is probably the most common measure uh, of valuation in the market, was at 22, 22 times. So for every dollar of earnings, you had to pay $22 to get that, uh, and that's over on the market overall. Uh, much of that was because of information technology and uh, the, the huge portion that it out actually plays in the S&P 500 these days. But... You know, the market fell. Um, we got a price-to-earnings ratio of mid-14s for a day or two, and now it's back to over 18 times. So the price uh, for $1 of earnings, you're going to pay still 18, 18 and a half times uh, for that, so $18.50. Um, the average over the long term, 16 and a half. So the market looks expensive. We've got earnings falling apart. Yeah, that's going to make it look more expensive. Exactly, and and we've also got economic conditions that look a little bit. Uh, uh, I mean, without a doubt, we're we're uncertain <laughs> as to when jobs are going to come <laughs> they back. They look a little bit shaky. They look a bit shaky. Yeah, well, I mean, how in the world do you sit and forecast what comes next? But that's it, right. it yeah, definitely that's... seems like the market is looking through uh, what we're dealing with and and seeing that maybe the recovery is going to be quicker than we thought. Um, Dr. Gene, you got anything to add to that? I know it, on a forward basis, now this is uh, current price divided by expected um, return or uh, earnings over the next 12 months. Uh, if you look at some of those numbers right now, uh, the last recession we had, the market never got as expensive on a forward PE basis as it is right now. Uh -huh. uh, the last time we saw this was back during the tech bubble. Well, keep in mind where interest rates are today, too. Well, that is true. Low interest rates generally boost profitability in companies. Um, uh, they also, uh, also, if you compare stocks to fixed incomes, appear they can, they can go to a higher price. Well, I think that's an important factor here, Gene. So <clears throat> Troy is correct that back in January we did have you know, our state-of-the-market meeting with, with all of our clients, and we did state that. What, what he said we did but you also have to face the alternative which is okay so let's just say we think things are expensive does that automatically mean the market's going to fall 35 no. percent no it might mean that it's going to go sideways for a while so you say well maybe i should just sell and wait well if you sell and wait we would be selling into an environment where late rates were already low that's true so i mean they're, now they're crazy low now i get it but at least if you're fully invested with money that you don't need in the next 10 years you're still earning the dividends. That's true. And I could tell you that previous to January, which would have been 
what was it last year? 2019? Yeah. So if you went back a year before, right, to the to January? Sure, I, I know, I can't remember. I don't know. At least I didn't I'm say my temperature was 91. I'm a little concerned about Bill. Look, you know what my life is like right now. Every, everybody else has got corona. Me and Bill have mad cow disease. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Hoof and mouth disease, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you go back to January 2019, there's no way anybody would have thought we'd been up 30% last year. That's true. No, no way. That's we true. were just coming out of a 20% decline October, November, December. That's true. You'd have told somebody that, they'd have been like, you're crazy. So you can't pick it. There's just no way to pick it. That's the absolute reason why we avoid the volatility of the stock market with money we need in the next 10 years. Right. I mean, even at the even at the overvaluation we thought the market was at, it, it wasn't it wasn't dot com levels. That's true. I mean, you know, when you start paying eighty times earnings, then you might want to get out. <laughs> yeah, that's a little crazy. <laughs> and you know what's so nuts to me that yeah, unless it's Amazon. Well, well, that's, well, that's fair. That's fair. Or at least it doesn't have a dot com after its name. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at. I <laughs> actually. Does it? Does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it does. Uh, it is from that era. Uh, the thing that you have to know, though, is, uh, you know, I just talked about the forward, um, the forward P.E. rate, which, like I said, is the current price divided by expected earnings over the next 12 months. Uh, but then you divide that by the growth rate and the peg. Dr. Gene, you've talked about this for a long time. We always like to try to buy stocks with a peg ratio of, of forward P.E. divided by the growth at around one. It's yep. been forever since you could find something in that range that was really worth buying. Yeah, that's back with the old days when the Treasury uh, yielded 6%. Well, that's true as well. Um, but these days, it's tough to find that. But if you look at uh, the peg ratio uh, for some of the companies, especially the one you just mentioned, Amazon, uh, it's around 1.64. It's not. Uh, it's not out of line by any stretch uh, from other market uh, participants, especially those in information technology. When you're growing your earnings by 35 percent, uh, you know, and and you're also operating through uh, the coronavirus, where many businesses, as we've been talking, are out of business. Uh, begins to make a little more sense. Well, you know how we used to talk about a company can't continue to grow at 35% a year because eventually it'll be the whole economy. That's true. Well, look at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it almost became the whole economy. That's uh, correct. Well, well you, you got to remember there's more to Amazon than just deliveries. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm making fun, of course. I know. Because yeah. uh, as Troy pointed out to me, they have a very, very strong um, – business in servicing other people's uh, computer needs in the Absolutely. cloud. Yeah, cloud computing makes up about 62% of the profit in uh, in Amazon, although it's only about 26% maybe of revenue. Uh, and it's growing small. rapidly. And that's, that's where their biggest growth is right now yeah. is in the cloud. So uh, not too bad an idea. Bill, you mentioned uh, sit back and get your dividend. You know back in... Uh, uh, the end of 2019, we were we were getting about 1.8% dividend yield on the S&P 500. That is something that has come around a bit. Uh, it's now over two. It's around 2.15. I would suggest to you that you're probably not going to see a whole lot of stock buybacks. I mean, how smart do the CEOs right. look now? They bought their stock back at 60 and it's trading at 20. Yeah, and they're having to issue new shares. Exactly. You know, Boeing uh, was was. Uh, 
uh, in that very same spot. They wanted to borrow $60 billion from the government, and somebody went back and did the math real quick. Over the last five or six years, they had bought back shares of about $60 billion. Yeah. I, it's well, I'm not saying they should be sitting on sixty guys, billion. I think but politically, Bill, that that that's not going to be the cool thing to do in this uh, political environment. Well, yeah, besides that, buybacks. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, I never understood the share buybacks anyway. I mean, I, I don't I, either. I, I get Pay the math. I'd rather give if me, you can't earn dividend. more money than that, right. put it, give it back to your your uh, shareholder shareholders. Yeah, yeah. I, I would rather. Now they would argue that. That's what they're doing. Fair, but but it's not the folks that are still your shareholders. Right. I'd rather have the sixty billion right now. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely, pocket. absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it uh, hasn't been that long ago that the the old argument, especially in technology, was why in the world are you giving anybody their money back if you can grow your earnings at a faster pace than they could invest it well, somewhere course. else? Sure. So well, that uh, makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's not buying back your own stock. Right. That's that's correct. And uh, you know the old theory was uh, where, where are all those There's stocks right now, and how much did they too, pay you for? Know. Say yeah. what, Gene? There's tax implications. There is. That, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. All right. Well, I think we'll take a real quick break, and when we come back, we can talk a whole lot more about what we got going on in our COVID-laden economy. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. Social distancing. Small groups. Reacting to the unexpected. Takes a lot of knowing. Self-quarantine. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Dr. Gene Hensler and Dalla Bill Laco. I'm going to just go ahead and give it to you. you it's a rounding error from fine. here. That's fine. We'll just round on I'm up. With that. After the dividends you. kick in, it should be a whole lot. Well, you on. had a little bit of fixed income. I did. Right? Well, no. Mm. no. Okay. I'm not retiring anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Bill is the man who will I mean, I've got, I've, got my, I've got my emergency reserves now. Yeah, there you and, go. You know. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully they didn't move much, I would expect. What do you mean? I mean, the, Just view the money right? market oh. and U.S. government securities. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Still selling at $1. That's fair. That's fair. There you fair. go. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's G- not many people that have a EFT, or excuse me, an e- ETF named after them, you know? Well, that's true. So I do spell my name B-I-L. Look it up. That's right. There he is, an ETF. Mm-hmm. Holds mm-hmm. treasuries. That's right. Invested in the U.S. government. That's right. There you go. Uh, <laughs> probably not a bad <laughs> place to invest right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got the printing press, right? They do. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Gene, I saw a story this week. I, I figured I'd see if you wanted to weigh in on this. Uh, you know Missouri, the state of Missouri? I sure do. I thought it was Missouri. Is it uh, not? Missouri. I, I it it depends on if you're from Missouri. <laughs> it's Missouri. Okay. Well, I'll leave it but to you But we're y'all. not. We're from Georgia. That's right. So while we know it's Albany, it's also <laughs> Missouri. Uh, so the state of Missouri is suing China for not doing enough to stop the coronavirus. You think they're going to get any uh, any real money out of that? I don't think they get any real money. But they get a lot of press. They, they did this week. Uh, I, I see a story out there. That and they haven't they closed their golf courses or the maintenance of the golf courses like Michigan <laughs> and Minnesota and Illinois. So, so how long do you think before Michigan and Minnesota and Illinois sue them for not doing enough? Is that a thing? <laughs> it's hard to say. Hey, let's well, take hey, it. It's a sore point with me being from Michigan and where I traveled, no one's died. 
You know, yeah. 12 people have got the disease, you know. It's all concentrated in the Detroit area. None of it's up in the northern northern part of Michigan. Well, that's that's kind of the situation all over the, the country and in other countries. It's the population centers. If you had to ride the train to work, uh, you might not be in such good shape. I mean, we started off the show talking about the 14% uh, affected rate in New York, yeah. and, and they thought it was much lower than that. Well, I, what's something interesting about Missouri is, is I'm looking at a golf place out there, and they are open, but all their restaurants are closed, and they have expanded room service and carry-out for one of their places. Okay, so was, you can't go to the, the dining room. And the golf course room. is open, so you can rent rooms and do whatever and all that stuff. Yeah, you just can't go to the dining room. you got to eat in your own room, I guess. Yeah. All look, right. look, I know you're itching to go somewhere. I am dying to go somewhere. <laughs> but you're still sheltered you in tell? place, buddy. we got seven more days on shelter in place. That's right. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm handling it very well. We have, yeah. we have, we, Dr. Gene is bubble wrapped, and he's got like a snorkel. That's how he's breathing. <laughs> we pour food down the snorkel. <laughs> Bill, are you waiting to get back to the hairdresser? Yeah. you, you, yeah. you got to yeah. go get your yeah, hair I was going to get on. some extensions on this bald head. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're open. You got to go sooner or later, right? You know, I don't know. Whatever. We got a question here from Brian from Atlanta. Says if we're going to invest and keep dollar cost averaging money into the market, what is that? What is out there uh, to buy? They're they're asking technology like Cisco, Apple, Microsoft, or healthcare like Anthem and Humana. Um, My opinion is uh, both of those sectors have done. Pretty good through the downturn. Uh, information technology not quite as good as healthcare. Healthcare is one of those that's more of a, a staple, a recession-proof type business. Yeah, it's only down uh, a little less than a little less than it's down 2.75 percent right since the start of the year. Yeah, so uh, you know, like we said, markets down 17 and a half or thereabouts, and uh, information uh, technology's down a little worse. Um, but uh, if it were me. And and we've been talking about this. I would buy something that had a little more yield. Uh, you know, if you look at Anthem, it's about 1.5% dividend yield. It's well covered, not a huge payout ratio, meaning that they don't pay out a lot of their uh, earnings in a dividend. Uh, Humana's at 0.7%. As we were talking earlier. Hey, hey think about this. The, the, they haven't been ha- having to pay out as much because no elective surgery. All that kind of stuff. Anything that's postponed has been postponed, and so they haven't had to have the payouts right. that they normally have. Well, who's but paying I for the coronavirus? There's latent demand for that. That's who's, probably going to come and bite them in the future, in the next six months. Well, aren't they? I mean, if I get sick and go to the hospital with the coronavirus, are they not covered? Well, Are's I would insurers? assume yes. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what ICU stay costs? Well, yeah. Yeah, but I, it's, are you tell me it's all the old idiots like me who are dying, and they're on Medicare and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll figure I, that I'm out. Just present, I'm presenting an argument is that it's like buying Kroger stock today. They're never going to do more business now. The first time a restaurant opens, it steals from Kroger, you know. Well, that's um, true. That that the, the earnings for Anthem and those companies is going to look better today than it's going to look, I think, in six months because of the claims. Now I don't know if they ever if they assume some sort of payout, even though they don't pay it, and that's how they report their earnings or not. Troy would know that. 
Yeah, they're. Uh, I think so. He, <laughs> he just threw you under the bus. He, he just threw you under the bus. Thump. <laughs> you that see if I pass the buck? Yeah, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> the buck don't even pass. Well, there, I, right? listen, I'm not saying don't buy it for sure. I'm just. Yeah, uh, no. I if you look at what earnings have have done so far in this quarter, uh, we're down about forty eight percent. Forty eight percent negative growth in financials. I would not go there. You didn't ask, but I wouldn't go there. Uh, no, information either. technology is the number two negative with about a negative 12.5% earnings uh, growth rate. So, you know, that that has contracted too, although everything you read seems to be that technology is winning in this time. Um, if it were me, well, I would Well, it's hard say, to imagine Apple selling a whole lot of product. Well, that's true. Yeah, they their stores are obviously not open, right. but they do have Internet presence, and there's some companies out there that don't. Oh, um, I got you. Okay. I, I think what you would be better to do instead of just trying to pick one sector and go, uh, you know, consumer staples look a little bit expensive at this point. Uh, they've done well, but they came into this crisis um you know, looking a bit expensive. Utilities look nice as far as easy enough to buy. Everybody's still at home. The lights are still on. Uh, even companies, you know, the government's helping them pay their utilities. Uh, if if I wanted to, to extend a little bit, you know, I, I would go easy. But energy, I think, has still a long way to go uh, before they're... Which they're energy would you buy? I mean, uh, such as the oil companies or uh, yeah. like, or uh, suppliers like Schlumberger or what? Yeah, no, I think the, in the supplier market you see a whole lot of debt, and I would try to avoid those debt. Uh, in fact, if you look at uh, uh, junk debt, the high-yield uh, bonds right now, yes, a lot of the uh, the companies that are right in the crosshairs are those energy companies, but it's the small stuff. It's the, the producers in western North Dakota that, uh, you know, some, uh, and, and again, servicers, but uh, the big diversified oil companies like a Chevron, uh, easy enough to buy, in my opinion. Uh, one that I like, and it's got a dividend at about 9.8% right now, <laughs> Uh, Marathon Petroleum. They came into this thing with a deal to sell Speedway, and it fell apart. Um, they got treated pretty poorly, but their uh, their payout ratio on their dividends only about thirty nine percent. So you know, a relatively small portion of earnings are going. Well, to you know, dividend. they're going to get hurt because they're not selling a lot of gasoline. We just talked about it. Right, and but they uh, do have they do have like I say, they're a bit more diversified. So they've got other operations that are going to help yes. them carry through. But it, everyone is going to be damaged. But I think as the price of oil comes back and you see demand, uh, like I say, you might take. Uh, I wouldn't go all in. I'm not telling you that. State of yeah, well, I just think, I think your, your, your point of sticking with the big companies and the solid companies is well spoken because uh, I've been watching these, and what happens is, that, you know, every 20, 30 years, one of the, one of the things these things happens with oil, with oil. You know, oil goes for for two billion dollars a barrel, and then it's a dime a barrel. Right. And when, every time it goes down, it wipes off all the weak links. People who really shouldn't be in the business. You know, they have it turned off until the price goes up, and then they pump oil. Right. You know what I mean? And right. so they take it off the top. So the guys who can outlast them will be the ones you want to own. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely kind of uh, you, you've got to do your homework right now, making sure that you're buying a company that uh, that still has solid operations. Uh, low debt is still right now uh, a, a definite uh, plus, 
and then uh, you know look at something that hasn't gotten too expensive because there are plenty of those out there. You can uh, you can be overpaying for uh, even uh, even in the value stocks, the normal have value the, range. Have the pipeline companies gotten hammered, or are they holding up? Well, uh, they've they've done okay. The ones that have really done well are any uh, the tankers because now they're selling <laughs> tankers. <laughs> they're, they're selling tankers as uh, as a floating. Reserve, uh, you yeah. know, it's just a bucket that's hanging out in the water, waiting on somebody to use all the oil off of it. But um, well, I saw a picture of the what's what's the big place out in Oklahoma? It's got all those storage places, and man, those you know, they have floating tops on those things. Right. And and, and so what happens? You go look, and all you can see is all these tops to the top. <laughs> yeah, they're at the very peak. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, gonna do it for this week's show. Uh, we well, would, I enjoyed uh, it, guys. Yeah, always. We appreciate it. I'm going to tell you, Bill, I think the market's up again next week. Flat. Flat. Yeah, Bill always does that. Just for Thanks for listening to Money Talk. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.